Hey y'all, quick note. While My Hero Academia was created for kids, this podcast is not safe for work or children. Additionally, this particular episode contains thirsty comments that apply to adult depictions of characters only, or to concepts that have been disconnected from the characters themselves and are being discussed on their own. All trigger warnings and spoilers for each episode can be found at our website, myheroanalysis.com. Thanks for listening! Hey y'all, this is My Hero Analysis, a podcast about My Hero Academia, aka Boku no Hero Academia. We are three grown adults who mine Japanese children's cartoons for serotonin because God knows our brains aren't making it naturally. And surprise, surprise, I'm Nicole and I am leading this episode because Fern absurdly allowed me to. And like my first thought logging in to this recording it was what have these heathens done to my notes if that's any indication of how this is gonna go (laughs) well hey y'all i'm fern i did these notes right after getting off a plane so they are appropriately unhinged and what did i do to your notes i was mostly horny in your notes that's what happened yay (laughs) i also almost forgot to do these notes My life has been turned upside down. Um, I, I I'm constantly am forgetting things, but it's fine. It's fine. That's why We're you here. have us, your, your organic reminders. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as mentioned in the Omegaverse bonus episode, which if you haven't listened to that yet, what are you doing with your life? Go listen to it. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun, actually. Yeah. Go listen to it. Yeah, we're we're pretty proud. So as mentioned there, instead of doing the butt pregnant Carl episode of Jimmy Neutron, which I'm still not opposed to actually doing eventually, like maybe as a video too, so we can all enjoy y'all's horrified faces. <laughs> Sorry, your little cackle at the end got me. I am so happy. So fucking happy. We are not doing the Jimmy Neutron episode. I do not think I could handle it. We, I can handle a lot, but not that. We just need to do a video of just us, just a live stream of us watching it. That, you know what? I'm down for that because I'm still morbidly curious. <laughs> All right. So instead of that, we are, in fact, covering the concept of monster fucking. Woo! Both in general, but mostly in relation to the My Hero universe. At least that's what I tried to do. I think you succeeded beautifully. Well, thank you. All right. Because I am not as academically minded as Fern. Nope, nope, nope. Stopping you right there because yes, you are. More so, in fact, I think. Also, y'all, Nicole loves labels and words in general, but mostly labels. So this episode is going to be the sexual vocabulary list of your dreams. So Nicole, please take credit for yourself. Okay, yes, yes, that is essentially what we're doing. We are just going through the most unhinged, feral, unholy vocabulary list in the world. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be great. All right. So I thought we would cover the pro heroes and basically what monster fucking categories or labels they fall into. After we actually do a brief overview of monster fucking itself, since it is in fact considered a kink and or fetish and or paraphilia. Again, we do not kink shame here. You do you. We just all enjoy different types. And remember, even if it is your kink, forcing it on others or surprising them with it isn't cool. Unless you know in advance the person is cool with being surprised by it 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 just all circles back to consent my friends especially with monster fucking mm-hmm. so with that disclaimer out of the way what the fuck is monster fucking <laughs> so for the scientific term of it or like the psychology term for it i don't know i'm not a doctor and i never will be 
Monster fucking is also known as either tetraphilia, as found on Urban Dictionary, and or teratophilia, found on Wikipedia. And I have no idea if I'm pronouncing those right, and I don't care. Wikipedia also defines teratophilia as attraction to people with deformities, which is Mm. a squicky subject that none of us are educated enough to actually speak on so y'all just use the google machine if you want more information yeah that's probably best yeah yeah we're we're just not going there i have also seen the term xenophilia used and i'm pretty sure i've also used xenophilia in one or more of our previous episodes though that also has another meaning as in love for entirely human foreign folks yeah i think xenophilia is probably like the most recognizable colloquial term um so i think it works mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right so for simplicity's sake we will likely be lumping in romantic attraction with sexual attraction when it comes to these monsters We have only love and respect for our Arrow listeners. Just remember that sexual attraction and romantic attraction are not always intrinsically linked. Monster loving is as valid as monster fucking. Hell yeah, it is. (laughs) 100% valid, but also this episode is very stark contrast to the noises that are outside of my room. I just heard something <laughs> screeching, and I it's think a small that's child. perfection. <laughs> so I'm trying so hard not to bust out laughing. <laughs> Everyone just ignore the noises in the background. You can't control children. It is what it, it is. <laughs> to me, for my end, because I'm, I swear I'm losing my hearing, but it sounds like Mothman to me, <laughs> so I'm here for it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, no, so like talking about monster fucking and then hearing a tiny child <laughs> play with my dog, two very different vibes going on. <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> this is your life. Yeah. Yep. I've this is this up. is this is the life you chose, you poor thing. <laughs> All right. So monster fucking attraction basically ranges basically as in attraction to these things it ranges from being attracted to near humans which are basically human looking vampires and fae and supernatural creatures like that which in all honesty is actually the vanilla end of the monster fucker spectrum like if Mm -hmm. you are if you're only a monster fucker because you like the twilight vampires and their sparkly stoneness you are the vanilla part of this community like we still love you oh yeah still valid but a little tame a little boring not gonna lie (laughs) all right so from there we we move in farther into the spectrum to shifters which is like werewolves so there's a big part of it in werewolf love uh and also other shifters that aren't regular animals like venom which is the symbiote alien slime that we all love um and then what (laughs) i said he's hot he's he is hot he is yeah also maria can you move closer to your mic yeah sorry it's okay you're just overcome with venom love i am all right. And then from shifters, we go even further to vaguely humanoid shaped folks like Mothman, as mentioned before, where they kind of had that have that bipedal thing going on, but they also have other things going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the way up to entirely non-human cosmic horrors like Cthulhu <laughs> and Judeo-Christian biblically accurate angels. They're all hot. Oh, man, we skipped a few steps there. Uh, It's fine. (laughs) Also, just gonna pivot for a bit to like a personal pet peeve of mine because it came up and I can't not talk about it whenever it comes up. So for those not already in the know, angels are described in a variety of ways across many religions, not just Abrahamic ones. So like the wheels with eyes aren't the only variation. It gets it gets pretty wild. Very, very wild. <laughs> Wings. Mm-hmm. But also, the joys of monster fucking. Lots of different flavors for all your fucking names. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically, monster fucking is a way for folks outside the quote unquote 
<clears throat> vanilla norm of sexual activity to find pleasing attraction to both stereotypical patriarchal and absolutely opposite to patriarchal features, characteristics, and behaviors. Like primal kink is hot with the growling and the claws and the fangs, but being hunted by incel serial killers, not hot. Also, while there is overlap, folks who participate in or are titillated by furries, bestiality, and tentacle porn aren't necessarily considered monster fuckers. Tentacle porn in particular has a long history in Japanese culture as a response to censorship. So there's just a lot of nuance in that kind of next to actually being attracted to tentacles. Yeah, that shit is complicated Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. humans are complicated. Yes, that is a good term for what we are. (laughs) All right. So monster fucking is historically ascribed to folks who are othered since heroes, at least in the popular zeitgeist, if you want to phrase it that way, are usually cishet white straight guys. Uh, So this paragon of humanity is the only human and then everything else is other, therefore not human, therefore monster, is kind of how that spectrum developed. And there's a whole fuck ton of how this both plays into and is a result of white supremacy and the toxic patriarchy. But y'all can do a Google on that if you are interested. We are just here for spooky fun times today. Yep, at its core, monster fucking is about being attracted to otherness, which is what makes it a big draw for groups that have been othered throughout history. Yes. That is all we need to know. Yeah, and honestly, that's the entire kink community. Mm. It's about breaking outside of the norm that our society has decided to lump everybody in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so real quick, we're going to go into the a little bit of the history of monster fucking, because if y'all think mon- monster fucking is new with the explosion of paranormal romance, at least over here in the West, n- no, 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 <laughs> it goes back a long ways. And the first three examples that I thought of were The Dream of the Fisherman's Wife by Hokusai in 1814, which is Japanese erotica that involves a lady and squids. Also, it is basically the relationship that led to Hagrid for our anti-turf Harry Potter fans. And also, it could also be sort of seen in the New Testament if you actually ascribe to the theory that Gabriel, an archangel possibly of many eyes and many wings and other shapes, (laughs) impregnated Mary on God's behalf. Yeah, I can't remember what Gabriel looks like. Um, but anyway, I mean, honestly, the Bible gets even more explicit, like as far back as the Old Testament actively mentions like angels getting sexy with humans and God Mm -hmm. being like, can you not? Um, (laughs) 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 also like, you know, various myths around the world, God's romance or assault humans in a variety of forms. Like, that's how we got demigods and the world's first epic, you know, the epic of Gilgamesh, like, which is Mm. arguably the world's first written down work of fiction. Yeah. And it's also, it's also kind of the first monster fucking epic. And I cannot believe we read that in high school English class. Thanks, curriculum. (laughs) (laughs) And thus our ruin and this episode it all goes back to gilgamesh blame him fucking gilgamesh (laughs) and enkidu (laughs) fucking hell yep so there are so many myths pretty much every culture has some form of it Mm -hmm. too much reading too much time reading myths and retellings of myths as a child and here we are So yeah, it it goes back a long way, folks. So next, we're going to kind of talk about the dichotomy between attraction to evil versus attraction to monsters. (laughs) While we do support hot villains and everyone's attraction to them, monster fucking is not really the same. It's like attraction to monsters is different from attraction to villains, mainly because monster fucking is more about aesthetic and being attracted to villains is more about motivation i guess personality but yeah. they can coexist oh yeah yes. it's really complicated and there's 
there's some gray areas. Yeah, it's like a Venn diagram, which I did not put into the notes because I'm not visual in that way. <laughs> a very blurry Venn diagram. Yes. All right. It, monster fucking is also not the same as hybristophilia. Again, I may not be pronouncing that correctly, but I don't care. It's my podcast. I do what I want. But hybristophilia is attraction to those who commit crimes, particularly heinous ones. So think about those people who are gross as fuck and are kind of attracted to serial killers. Like, I, I, again, I don't want to kink shame, but also I... I, I eh. Like I listen to true crime podcasts like everyone else, but y'all are y'all are nasty thinking that Bundy and Dahmer and what they do are attractive. But I digress. No, no, I completely agree. I mm-hmm. could never wrap my head around that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. definitely something I don't understand. Although, like, obviously you can't choose what you're attracted to. Right, right. But if you get to the point where you're, like, defending them on the internet or writing them love letters, I think you might need to reevaluate your life. Yes, please go see a therapist or something because we are not qualified to help you with that. But Yeah, <laughs> good luck with that. Yep. <laughs> uh, also, kind of under hyperstophilia, I did, like, want to point out that and. Endeavor and like the people attracted to Endeavor may sort of be then diagrammed under hyperstophilia because like people really do be horny for that abusive fuck face, like both aesthetically and just as a person, I guess. Like y'all need church or therapy and or therapy, just ew. <laughs> I disagree, actually. I don't think they're attracted to him because of his crimes. Like, I don't think his abusiveness is what motivates their attraction. Mm-hmm. I think it's just because he's fit. He's, like, thick. And therefore, I feel like he should be lumped under, like, Kylo Ren. So he's, oh. like, a better fit for a villain fucking episode. Yes, he is right next to Kylo Ren in that I do not understand it. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Nicole's side. I want to strangle him every time he's on screen okay i agree with that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right and then finally uh, it, it, there is another term called autosassinophilia <laughs> which is the arousal at the risk of being killed <laughs> so Oop. i i i feel like this is kind of like in the middle of that venn diagram of hyperstophilia and monster fucking uh and but also in the third Venn diagram circle with superhero and superhero genre tropes in general. I mean, there's probably a whole fucking psych paper waiting to be written on adrenaline, adrenaline junkies, superhero fandom and true crime and how that titillates people. But like, that's not this episode either. (laughs) Well, I'm going to jot that down for the therapist. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did too. Cause I was like, Oh, yeah, gonna jot that one away for a later time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, well, oops. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome, listeners. That's that that is a thing that is part of the human experience. It makes a lot of other things make a little more sense, though, especially like the hybristophilia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like I can see how one thing could like spiral into another. Yep, all right, so. Also in our ABO episode, when we were talking about butt pregnant Carl Weezer, uh, <laughs> we did mention ovipositors, fangs, claws, tails, and quote unquote alternate genitalia, because again, all genitalia is valid and normal and, and different. There, there is no normal, honestly. And like the latter of all of that can be included if those who have that genitalia identify as monstrous, I guess, like that's a whole other thing. Again, it's a spectrum and consent and identity positivity is key. So with all of that, attraction to fangs, claws, and tails seems pretty vanilla these days after all our years in the trenches of fandom, particularly uh, werewolf fandom, but they still, they still just, hit different still especially prehensile tails just yeah mm-hmm. eye emoji mm-hmm. hypermobile yeah. limbs yep yep we mm-hmm. see it eye mm-hmm. emoji all the eye emojis yep eyebrow wiggle emoji mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 
So for ovipositors, again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, and I think it's pronounced several different ways. Um, I just found intriguing only partly because it seems to squeak fern out a little bit. Just a little. It's just, just little. it's just large and it goes in a small place. And I'm like, ouch. Yep. 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 But like, yeah, thinking of them as an alternate form of penetrative sex or in parasitic sex bordering on a non-uterine breeding kink deal like it's it's intriguing like mm-hmm. it, it's okay to be titillated by it. It, it, it it's there yep for sure totally agree also that reminds me in the omegaverse episode i need to correct myself i meant ovs not ovipositors which are different so, okay my bad <laughs> and i don't know what o- ovs are it's like um kind of like dragonflies it's eh you know oh, okay. we're gonna get distracted <laughs> okay we're not gonna get into entomological anatomy as part of this monster fucking episode but if you find that interesting go do a google mm-hmm. ovi yep all right so now on to the main attraction <laughs> i took the liberty of going through some lists of paraphilias on the internet to kind of match up with all of our favorite pro heroes also, again, another disclaimer, I feel like I have to say this, that yes, some of these paraphilias are also sometimes listed in the DSM as mental illnesses or as aspects of mental illnesses, and we're really not here to get into the history of non-heterosexual attraction being historically viewed as mental illness, so go do another Google and educate yourself. Um I basically just borrowed some of the words and creatively reapplied them as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Listeners are going to have a lot of Google searches. It, yeah, y'all have a lot of homework, and I know you're going to love it because it, we're all nerds. Yeah, your your internet search histories are just going to be a little sus. But I'm if you're listening to this podcast, your internet search history is probably already a little sus. So <laughs> this is just another day in the life for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to start with a few of the terms that can actually be applied to a couple different pro heroes and or villains. And we're just going to start with those first and then go down the list and get more specific as we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So first there is partialism, which is attraction to a certain feature on a person, such as eraser heads, red glowing eyes, and All Might's deliciously inhuman man boobs. Mm. <laughs> Firstly, eraser head thirst. Yeah, for him it's more like the dad vibes for me, which isn't so much the monster fucking, but I can totally see someone being attracted to like the glowy eyes and the raised hair and like the uh the god mode. That he kind yes. of goes into. Yes. Yeah. I can yeah. totally see that. Yeah, yeah that's I, mine. <laughs> I just love all of him. From the eye bags to his demeanor to dad vibes. Mm-hmm. All of it. And then we have large all might thirst, which. Ass and titties. Ass, ass and titties. Ass and titties. Ass, ass and titties. Sorry. Yes. yes <laughs> those those exactly. are all the assets needed. Yeah. Oh yep. my God. Yeah. He's j- he's just large. We will get to large in just a minute. Uh, <laughs> but first, we have to we have to get to acousticophilia, which is attraction to certain sounds, aka present Mike's whole inhuman monstrous thing. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to present Mike's thirst, I it's not the acousticophilia. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what it is. I think it's possibly like he goes feral a lot mm-hmm. and i think which i th- still think it could be filed under monster fucking a little bit yeah. um i think i think that might be it yeah yeah the feral is indeed quite intriguing mm-hmm. all right so as i mentioned macrophilia or attraction to giants or really just anyone really big and mm-hmm. this applies to mount lady it applies to fat gums fat form and mm-hmm. it applies to all might's large form and just like mm, yes mm-hmm. alternatively there's also microphilia which is attraction to miniaturized for folks and if we can dial it back for monster fucking for a second i don't actually know if anybody has shrinking as a quirk or superpower in my hero which seems like a missed 
opportunity. Yeah, my note was not helpful at all towards that because my note only says, Mount Lady, please sit on me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is a very helpful note. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm you didn't have anything for fat gum. I was completely is. overcome. I didn't. I Mount Lady was just on your mind. I, I just, fat gum, there's so much to be said, right? Mm -hmm. Like I just, my brain just shut down completely. It blue screened. Yep. Yep. That is how attractive the large form is as well as Mm -hmm. all his other forms because he's beautiful. Oh God. He's so sexy. All right. And then the last one under this, I kind of filed morphophilia and it kind of goes between partialism and these sort of size paraphilias so like maybe adult kendo and her fists like i don't know (laughs) this this joke is staring me in the face and it is daring me to do it but i'm not gonna (laughs) do it please we can cut it out later if it's terrible oh god so you know that scene in the boys where that guy shrinks down (laughs) goes into someone's ass and then explodes him because he goes back to regular size that combined with fisting (laughs) so yeah i'm just gonna leave y'all with that image yeah 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 (laughs) love it leave that in as the lead on this episode i demand you leave that in because i'm dying (laughs) oh dear god okay (laughs) it's not my fault it's uh, how could I have forgotten the boys? And the oh boys Lord, that good God! Talk about paraphilias. Yeah, yeah. I need a catch oh. up. Oh, I will never watch it. I'm just going to enjoy it from Fern's commentary. That's that's the best way to do it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving along, uh, I I hate to do it to y'all, but also I love to do it to all. We're gonna talk about necrophilia. yeah because we are all liking some corpse looking motherfuckers in this you're right you're right that's why it's so funny (laughs) yeah yeah, because corpses are monstrous yeah it is oh lord yeah so zombie fuckers yep zombie fuckers exactly and first off we are going to put dobby into necrophilia because yeah He's a corpse, particularly in <clears throat> recent chapters uh, w- with what all he's doing in the, what is it? Chapter 350 to 370. He's <laughs> something like that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Y'all are nasty. <clears throat> myself included. <clears throat> maybe not, maybe not in his current form, honestly, but before. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving along to your favorite and mine small might because that bitch is hot and skeletal my god he is the definition of scrunkly mm-hmm. it's the dead black eyes for me yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord we are going oh. straight to hell oh i want Bye. to go because all of these <laughs> monsters are going to be there yep. exactly. and it's nice and warm and toasty and honestly probably people in hell are a lot more fun yeah Exactly. All right. And then very likely to a much smaller group of our listeners, but number six from the Vigilantes spinoff, he got real corpse-like at the end of that series. (laughs) He really did. I feel like he totally counts. Also, I feel like he fits under morphophilia too. Mm -hmm. Like he fits Mm -hmm. a lot of categories and I can totally see teenage girls just latching onto him. Yep. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is all I had for necrophilia, but I'm sure many others also apply. And yes. So next, moving on from corpses, we're going to vampirism. (laughs) Another form of necrophilia. Yep. Yep. It's like, just yes. And it, it also has a host of other definitions outside monster fucking because there are legitimate health conditions. We recognize that. But Within fiction and within MHA, multiple people fall under vampirism, including Stain, Adult Toga, and Vlad King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> under this, I am also filing Odaxalagnia, which is the attraction and or fetish of being bitten or the act of biting. 
with things obviously being included when it comes to these monsters. Me want bite. Anyway. <laughs> you did that so sing-songy. That was great. <laughs> it's definitely a TikTok reference. Um, but also, like, Toga would have ruined teenage me's life. Like, thank God she didn't exist till I got older and more stable and I could just be like, oh, you poor child, instead yeah. of being, like, hopelessly obsessed with her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you okay there? Fighting is so much fun. Also being bit. <laughs> and I think yep. I called myself out so much. Yep. Yep. All right. And then also under vampirism, I filed demonophilia, which is attraction to demons, which is a very big part of the whole monster fucking zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. But I, I just personally mentally file it more with fantasy than science fiction. I mean, I guess like the Demon King in the fantasy AU end credits counts because I'm sure people want to fuck that guy. And maybe also adult dark shadow. I I feel like Tokuyami is going to be low-key offended if we don't list him here. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, That would be top tier for a sad emo boy. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. like his goal in life. Yep. 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 All right. And then we have, just moving a little bit away from corpses, we have hoplophilia, which is attraction to guns and or weaponry. Uh, This isn't really an aspect of monster fucking itself, but when you consider Lady Nagant's sexy, sexy elbow gun, it counts and it's hot. Yeah, it is. Mm. Also, Snipe with his guns. It's monstrous. I am interested. Mm -hmm. Especially because we don't we don't ever see his face. So it adds a layer. Yeah. And my eternal love of knives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess Stain is also there at that intersection of knives and vampires. Oh, Stain is like the blueprint for monster fucking. Yeah. Yeah, he is. All right. And then also we have Toxophilia, which weirdly is not about toxins. It is attraction to archery, a.k.a. Barros from World Heroes, a.k.a. my wife. A.k.a. hashtag Barros lives. Mm Mm-hmm. Am I misremembering what she looks like? I thought she just had a bow and arrow. She can manifest a bow either out of her fingers or out of her um, arm somehow. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that counts. Yep. So it's it's not like Snipe where he uses guns. She can make a crossbow out of her body. Or she her is energy. part crossbow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it counts, and she's hot, so it counts. Yes. All right, and then next we have Sthenolagnia, again, terrible pronunciations, but I don't care because we're here to have fun, and that is attraction to or love of displays of strength, aka all the buff-ass sexy people who are inhumanly buff. We have All Might, we have Mirko, we have Nana, etc., etc., etc. Oh my god, don't. Whew, don't even get me started with this. I, oh man. Also, <laughs> your pronunciations have been excellent so far. I am very I, impressed. I hope so. Yeah, I just, I just want them to break me. Is that, is that too hard to ask? No, no, it's not. And very monstrous. We like it. Mm-hmm. All right. And we are also going to talk about Mirko's bunny aspect in our next section, aka zoophilia, which is the attraction to consenting animal forms we're just gonna list all these fun made-up terms that i came up with and then if we have more specific thirsts we will get to it (laughs) (laughs) this is not to be confused with bestiality y'all nasty (laughs) Mm -hmm. very different then the difference is having the ability to understand communicate and enthusiastically consent that is the line and it is a very very hard one yep Yep, exactly. Also, under zoophilia, there's like some slice of the furry Venn diagram, as -hmm. well as the shifter Venn diagram. Like, it's all there. It's all good. All right. So first, we have Mirako, a.k.a. a rabbit, a.k.a. Lagomorphophilia. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure the dictionary people are very angry at me. 
Or they're singing your praises right now and jotting everything you're saying. They're like, I take notes. We got to so. take notes. Imagine if dictionary people somehow found our podcast. I <laughs> desperately hope that happens. That is a, it is a perfect Venn diagram of who we're looking for in an audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So next, we obviously have Hawks, my husband, aka birds and or wings, which is avophilia and also wing fetishism. It's a thing and it's hot. Um this could, uh, it could possibly maybe include attraction to cloacas and egg play, and only you can decide. <laughs> and I decide, yes, it is included. So here you go. Congratulations on your new label. Yep. Yep. Enjoy it. Um, it would also apply to adult tokoyami because yep. bird. Herb. Yep. And then we have our beautiful, beautiful gong orca. He is cetaceophilia. AKA cetaceans, AKA whales. <laughs> Ooh, he uh, he should also be listed under macrophilia. Yes, he absolutely. Should. I big am whale. so sorry for my transgression. Big whale man, we love big, big, big. Yes, yes, sir. All right, and then we have Selkie. Uh, I decided this was pinnipedophilia, which is unfortunately uncomfortably close to pedophilia. Thank you, science and etymology. Thanks. And this is from pinnipeds, which are seals. Mm, give me them steel titties. Sir, please. <laughs> I'm going to deeply regret saying that one day. He has he has seal man boobs. He does. Seal man titties. He does. He does. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful man boobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Burn won't regret it just yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. All right, and then next we have felinophilia, which is cats because felines, and there's quite a few that fall under this lovely little label, including Officer Sansa, Shishido from the baseball OVA, which we all love. There's also Big Red Dot from World Heroes Mission, who's like the lion head guy. Mm -hmm. And then also Tiger from the Pussycat team. Oh, I love Tiger. He's he's perfection. I love him. God, speaking of man titties, Horikoshi mm-hmm. yes, so. offering us up a feast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, speaking of Shishido and Gang Orca and their obvious love match, um, I was obviously researching all of this very deeply. And did y'all know that they were both actually based on another one of Horikoshi's works called Om- Omegadoki Zoo? Sir, your self plagiarism, your you're plagiarizing everywhere <laughs> star wars do... to yourself to all other manga do i want to know what that's about i i don't know i did not click on it i was scared I, yeah i don't, I don't know if that. i trust horikoshi like yes this is a monster fucking episode and i just talked about seal titties but also i think horikoshi might be too much for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mommy help me i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, after cats, we have dogs, which is cynophilia, aka hound dog. Anyways, hound dog is not a hound dog, and I will die on this hill. We see mm-hmm. him for one episode, but he is not a hound dog. He would treat us right if a little. He, he, he just yeah. Gets talk excited. about feral. Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets excited. All right, and and then. Next, we have we do have Ratphilia, aka Nezu, because I refuse to do any research on his behalf and whatever the Latin term for rats is. But I do know that some of y'all find him attractive, and even though I don't think we could ever truly be friends, I do support you. Mm-hmm. Short King, <laughs> rat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and finally, uh, we have. Formicophilia, aka the sexual attraction to the feeling of bugs and or bugs crawling on you, aka centipeder. Uh, I also personally shudder at this one, but y'all do you. Yeah, this one made makes me shudder too, but I guess I support y'all from from very afar. Very, very afar. Same, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you do you, boo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, now that we've gotten through the larger labels, we're going to go into the pro heroes and what exactly sort of monstrous they are. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, basically, we're just going to talk about what is so monstrously sexy about some of these folks. We do have to talk about Flame Bitch, a.k.a. Endeavor, only because I know there are people that are attracted to fire beings, and I guess, but he's a bitch, so it's a no from me. That particular attraction is much better suited to Burnin. Oh my god, I would marry the hell out of Burnin. Mm-hmm. A fiery mm-hmm. fire lady. <sighs> I hate the bitch. This is a <laughs> hell no. In reference to Endeavor, not Vernon, obviously. Yeah, yeah obviously. <laughs> All right. And then we have Hawks, which is the wings, obviously. But also there is some attraction to the, like, he's a bird and, like, giving him bird-like tendencies, such as being horny in spring and the possibility of eggs and egg laying. Since this is monster fucking, therefore, therefore we are ignoring the sexual dimorphism of males not actually laying the eggs. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's mainly the wings and the feathers for, for him pr- particularly. Uh, also, we do have to mention Takahiro from Two Heroes, a.k.a. the actual bird dude, a.k.a. Hawks's possible first form i don't even know if that's confirmed or if that's just totally fanon i really hope it's just (laughs) fanon i i i know y'all also love him but i'm more of a hawks gal yeah hawks is all you bb yeah i don't understand y'all's lack of love for him but more for me it's i don't know i I like the flying (laughs) i think it's the personality for me like the personality is what half the time makes me attracted to them Half the time, not all the time, because mm-hmm. Stain is not the best person. But anywho, <laughs> <laughs> Stain is so absurd that it loops back around. I think. Yep, yep. He is sexy in his absurdity. All right, Edshot. Um, is Thread monstrous? Uh, I, I, I mean, he uses it penetratively, uh, but is it monstrous or just body horror? Uh, whatever you like. I just have to point it out that it's a possibility. Yeah, there's significant overlap. I think it counts. Also, I think technically his thing is folding and people being folded into various positions might be considered sexy. Also bondage. Yeah. 100% bondage. Yes, 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 bondage. But I I guess Edshot just isn't a monster to me, but that's fine. He's sexy in a human way. It's okay. We can make him monstrous. Mm, Yes. All right. And then, of course, Mirko, again, at the cross-section of Lagomorphophilia and Senelagnia strength displays. Don't forget her sexy, unhinged, feral ways. Those are also yes. very important. Yes. They're key. Fe- feral philia is definitely a slice of monster fucking. <laughs> feral philia. <laughs> I love that you just coined that on the fly. Yep. Yep. That's It's going to be a word in the dictionary someday. Mm-hmm. At All least right. in our group chat. Yes. Yep. All right. And then next, of course, we have Fern's husband, Kamui Woods, mm. aka the literal anthropomorphization of dendrophilia, which is attraction to trees, which is a a known paraphilia, like literally in the DSM, like also from a that side of it, but it is also monster fucking because he's a tree. Okay. In my defense, it is not the tree part. It is the thighs in that one particular drawing of him that Horikoshi did. It is 100% his fault and not mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. No, it, mm-hmm. he's a tree and you love him. Okay. Okay. Look, the the, the hypermobile limbs, maybe. Like, it's, it's a tiny bit the trees, but also not my fault. That is also Horikoshi's fault. He drew them like that. He drew them like tentacles and you like it. It's okay. <laughs> We support your decisions. We, we love you and support you, but I, I don't want the splinters. Thank you. Oh, there! I'm 100% convinced there are no splinters. Mm, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. This is my personal fantasy. If I don't want splinters, there won't be any. Okay. Yes. You can, <laughs> yes. Okay. Again, All right. Mm-hmm. That Ooh, too. Sap and resin, possibly. That's I mean, absolutely not. Oh, God. <laughs> My entire body just clenched. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the least sexy thing you could have said. (laughs) I mean, we could get into the xylem and the phloem, but that is far too high school biology. Oh, that's fine. That's not as bad as a sap. 
<laughs> Can okay. you tell well, that I grew up getting funny. my hair stuck in pine sap? Apparently. Uh, the trauma. Don't right. climb trees, children. Just don't. Climb all the trees you want, children. You can get well. Then put out. your hair up so it doesn't get stuck in sap. <laughs> you get why trapped you, in the tree. Why were you throwing your hair into the sap? First, of I all? had really, really long hair as a kid. They like did. Nicole can attest, it was. I cannot. Long. I did not know you. <laughs> it was you very Marie. long, and I never did anything with it because I never thought about my appearance ever. And yeah. it would just get tangled in things as I was climbing trees and it hurt and washing it out was a bitch. Okay. You poor, you poor child. Anyway, <laughs> moving along from trees to washing machines, uh, we, we, ha- we, have, we do have wash who could, in theory, fall under several labels, including fornophilia and or um, objectophilia and or mechanico or mechanophilia and or just a haunted washing machine and i mean hey riding the washing machine is already a thing y'all are just cowards yeah get sexy for wash cowards yeah yeah (laughs) all right so after wash we have ryukyu her human form is sexy as fuck and her dragon form is also sexy as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's it is Dracophilia. We have the claws, we have the talons, we have the wings, we have the tail, and now we have scales. Yeah, my brain blue screened again, and all I said was, "Oh, <laughs> she is very, very sexy." Like, goddamn. Whew. Yeah. yeah. So also under the scales and the dragophilia, we ca- we have serpentphilia, which is Uwabami, the lady who has three snakes coming out of her head. Because mm-hmm. they are, in fact, live, actual snakes who can think and are part of all of it. But also, I don't like her just on a personality level. But Yeah, means- but in within the universe, she is considered very attractive. So, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Yeah, it's just it's just my demisexuality getting in the way of yep. monster fucking. It's fine. <laughs> and right. demisexuality getting in the way of fun things. Literally. I know. Ugh. All right. So next we have Cementos, a perfect, wonderful person. Uh, he is a handsome fella, but he is definitely not human looking. <laughs> I can see it, though. Like strong, solid. A rock. Yeah, I definitely go for like Very the hard. softer types myself, but a lot of people are into that. Fork, you're going to get stuck back there, and I'm not coming back there for you. Oh God, what is he doing? He is trying to get under the stairs that I have blocked off because he's stupid. Ugh, Fork, we're talking about monster fuckers. I don't want to have to rescue you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after Cementos, we do have Cow Lady from Two Heroes, a.k.a. a a literal minotaur, a big part of the monster fucking fandom. Um, how did I forget about a minotaur lady? I don't don't remember a minotaur lady. I mean, she was only there for a hot second, but she she hot. Oh, no, my brain should have remembered this. I'm very mad at it right now. Well, I think she's right at the beginning of the movie, so you can go watch it real quick. Oh, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. All right. And then kind of with Cow Lady in the same movie, we have Godzilla, which is literally Godzilla as a pro hero. Big scaly vibes. Very sexy. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to fuck Godzilla. That's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's basically not even a kink at this point. Yep. Yep. All right. And then. Because, of course, I covered the monster heroes. We also have to talk about the monster villains. And I, I'm sorry. I, I have to bring him back up. Um, the sludge villain. Like, he himself is terrible. Just him as a person. Mm-hmm. But his quirk could fall under mysophilia. We have wet and messy fetishism. And we also have just a general attraction to intelligent slime like that is a thing just find a better better object of your attraction if anybody is attracted Mm -hmm. to him in particular like yeah Yeah, unfortunately i am aware that like slime porn Mm -hmm. is all over the internet it's a thing oh yeah it's a thing i mean that is why there is a very very nice anime called uh I was, that time I reincarnated as a slime. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I still need to watch that. I've heard it's amazing. Oh, it's so good. Funny. Oh, my gosh. 
I I have questions because I shelved a few of those at my job and I was like, what is this? <laughs> and now I know what it is. It, it is that. All right. So next uh, we have Kurogiri since he's like fog or whatever. You're attracted to a shadowy person of fog. It, that it's makes a monster. Sense. It's hot. Yep. Again, super mobile limbs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we there is Kai Chizuki's battle form in the Shima Saikai arc. Um, an uncomfortable number of people thirst for Chizuki just as himself. Like, no, that's Hebristophilia. We don't like, we, no, not him. Um, I think they're just attracted to his eyelashes. Yeah. Yeah. His, yeah. You, you, you poor children. It's okay. <laughs> you will grow up. We out are of aesthetic it. beings after all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, his battle form is monstrous. And oh, like, yeah. It, if you're into that, that yep, that 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 counts. Uh, and uh, Shigaraki's current forms, form, forms. <laughs> if you're <laughs> caught up on the manga, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I know it's gross personally, but it is monstrous. And I know some of y'all are into it. Don't be cowards. You can admit it. We still love you. Yeah, Shiggy definitely counts. And yes, he has legions of horny fans and yes i still have a soft spot for shiggy fans because y'all are just great so many fans yeah uh shiggy fans need a hug and maybe a little bit of therapy i love y'all though you do you yes all Uh of the above is filed under you do you yep exactly and then just kind of rapid fire because i didn't want to focus on the villains because they suck uh but some other monstrous villains are the squid villains from Froppy's internship episode. Uh, we have Redestro, literally just a giant stress monster, literally. <laughs> uh, we have Gigantomachia, again, the giant, the rock, the not human uh, features. Mm-hmm. We have the Chimera dude from Heroes Rising, all kinds of furry up in there. Uh, we have Leviathan and the Serpenters from World Heroes. Both or all three. Very monstrous. Very rude mm-hmm. also. Uh, and finally, Moonfish. The guy with the s- sword teeth. Oh my monstrous. god, I forgot Moonfish. Everyone yeah. forgets Moonfish. Everyone forgets him because he's terrifying. And he also kind of <laughs> sucks a little scary. at his job. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty, he's kind of scary. And he, he, he is a little incompetent. <laughs> very incompetent oh moonfish you tried all right with a name like moonfish though yeah it could have been cool like i i i get it like he's just bad at his job though (laughs) you're fired moonfish get out oh god all right and now because we talked about all the things that do count i wanted to talk about some of the things that don't count at least according to my very rigid black and white tism thinking part of it all um we have the nomos they're technically not monster fuckable because they cannot give consent yep that's back in beast that's a whole other thing yep yep and also back in the not good part of necrophilia Mm because they are corpses all right and then we have best genus um he's just a dude uh, and he can just do a lot of bondage but that's not really monstrous (laughs) <laughs> I think he's monstrous, but he, he, that's just, just his personality. Personal opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love to hate BJ. It is mm-hmm. too much fun. Yep. And then we have your mask kink. We have your BDSM. Like, yes, both are very hot, but in human hands, it is just a kink and fetish stuff. It's only when you add in the giant spiders or the tentacles or different literal faces that it crosses over to monster fucking. And again, these are just my beliefs and I just have very black and white thinking. Y'all do you. <laughs> All right. 13. Technically, it's her costume that doesn't look very human. But again, y'all do you. 13 is hot. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's ugh, All right. perfect and lady. Then- and then finally, we have Midnight. I wasn't going to include her until I found these particular paraphilias. But basically, her quirk kind of crosses over into olfactophilia, which is smell, and somnophilia, which is sleep. Like, those are technically just paraphilias that are present in the human world without any sort of quote-unquote monsters. 
but I'm open to my mind being changed because midnight is pretty. Midnight yeah. is very pretty. Oh man. Yeah. I know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you on that, Nicole. I don't think that counts as monster fucking specifically. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. No. Although it's her thoughts are very monstrous. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she would love this episode. And honestly, it would be a crime not to mention her. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. She would, she would have been our fourth co-host in this episode. She oh would yeah. Not, she would not have let us record without her. <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. And she would have a lot to say. Oh, she would be so knowledgeable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel what? especially because of All Might slash Small Might. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is the end of our vocabulary list. Um, we're going to round out the episode with, I started this section not knowing if y'all wanted to get into it, but it is our <laughs> personal monster fucking list. If we want to be brave and apparently we want to be brave. So yeah, I was going to say, you should have seen it. that one coming. We're always yep. up to embarrass ourselves. Yep. Yep. So I do it every day. Yep. So my personal monster fucking list, just kind of ignoring the partialism aspect of Aizawa because I mean, it's just eyes and hair, but it's still hot. Uh, we have fat gum. We have All Might and Small Might. We have Dobby pre-Second War. I have to say, I, I am not vibing with his current form. It, it's too dead for me. <laughs> Spoilers, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, Hawks, obviously. Miriko, Gong Orca, and Ryukyu. Also, just my other non-MHA personals. We have the claws, we have the tails, we have the wings, we have the extra limbs. We have the tentacles and the spider silk, but yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just airing out all my secrets on the internet. It's fine. It's valid. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of this is going to surprise anyone yeah. uh, who's been listening. But yeah, me, all of the above, minus Dobby, who annoys me. We've covered that before. Our personalities just <laughs> don't mess. They just don't mesh. Uh, but Burnin, Mount Lady, probably the Minotaur Lady, once I remember who she is. Nana, oh my god. Basically all of the female heroes and villains mentioned in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Kamui Woods, obviously. And then more generally, like definitely like the fangs and the claws, the biting, the ferality, extra limbs or hypermobile limbs, largeness, super strength. Like the list of hypothetical kinks is so much longer than it was a few months ago. I'm basically Mm -hmm. a different person after mm-hmm. these past few months mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. welcome it's to great. the fun <laughs> it is pretty fun i'm having uh, a good time yeah okay for me it's fat gum all my and small might ryuka god damn that woman is gorgeous oh. nana <laughs> cough cough state state <laughs> listen listen i get it i yep. see it we're yep. with you it- we're gonna add him <laughs> yep um gangorka it's the suit that gets me <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. out of the suit gets me i don't like the suit you don't like his tie because you're a coward i don't yes, like the t- tie i love it just, no just, yeah he's embracing uh, who he is yeah i guess on the more, more ge- general i think there's too many things to add <laughs> <laughs> literally just too many maria sitting there like everything all of it literally <laughs> everything <much. laughs> too deep and monster fucking mm-hmm. since i was a child oh my gosh yeah yes. we should have forced you to lead this one we're gonna <laughs> force you to lead an episode eventually she leads the hero scopes don't she does she don't does. force her to air out all her kinks. <laughs> <laughs> look if we did if i did a just a kink episode ooh, we should do a villains episode like Ooh. villains we find hot. Hot villains. Yes. We could oh, do that yeah. for like next Halloween. Yes. Look that way you have to time to mentally prepare. <laughs> but we can force you to do that one. Yeah. But yeah, yeah listeners, I've I've been in the monster kink community for way too long. No such thing. And I'm no such never thing. getting out. Nope. You are here with us and it is wonderful. All right. Well, uh, final comments. Uh, Just a quick note that I do actually have some sources listed. They'll be on the website if y'all are curious. Um, (laughs) But uh, just monster fucking is valid and hot and we love all of you. (laughs) 
Same. We see all of you. We're yes. with you. Um, even though some of them might be a little embarrassing to admit out loud. Yeah, you know, that's even that's that's just society getting in our way. True. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that are a little outside our wheelhouse, like mm-hmm. they make yeah. us personally uncomfortable. But you know, our opinion is whatever. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. you do you as long as it's consensual. Mm-hmm. Yes enthusiastically consensual also when it comes to my hero it's all hypothetical anyway so like whatever yep 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 yeah in my hero sense yes yeah Hmm. all right well this has been my hero analysis you'll hear us again soon and in the meantime go beyond plus ultra and thirst responsibly for humans and monsters alike bye y'all Thanks again for listening. Theme music is The Happy Cowboy by Gary the Canary, remixed by Fern. If you'd like to submit questions, fan art, or bonus episode topics, visit our website at myheroanalysis.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under at myheroanalysis. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.